Hi hello and welcome to today's podcast on a very interesting and a happening topic the pitfalls of serverless computing the concept serverless has become a, an indispensable topic in all the design discussions and in the architectural meets this new fancy flashy kit on the block seems to have all the right answers there you want to build a solution fast enough cheaper and with an ability to auto scale and also not uh, to incur a huge maintenance cost serverless seems to have all the right answers and uh, by nature you are not charged by provision but by use so more the usage that means that your business is also growing and then you pay only for that amount which is getting used and infrastructural considerations have been totally abstracted so appears to be a golden find or a silver bullet for most of our design problems but in reality as applications have started adopting serverless and they have started moving towards it they are experiencing some struggles they are experiencing some challenges uh, and which gives us an insight saying that when serverless has its own merits and it is much superior to some of the other design alternatives it is not the solution for all our problems so there are areas of scenarios wherein the conventional server model is much more superior cost effective and efficient compared to serverless and these are the cases which we are going to discuss today in today's podcast and all these scenarios or these cases are not fictional but rather some of the organizations have faced it in their real time production scenarios and learned it the hard way i'm thankful to team tundra for collating it together and publishing it as a white paper i will leave the link to the white paper in the description section of this podcast so people who want to dig deep and look at some of the data and gain additional insights feel free to do it uh, now without much delay let's jump directly into those use cases so let's see the pitfalls of serverless computing so let's start uh, with a very simple deployment which happened in an aws environment uh, it so happened that this deployment went on a weekday uh, which was fortunate to tell you why and it was a very small deployment which included uh, some changes to a lambda the serverless component and an s3 so everything went well and after the deployment the next day morning when the admin was checking his email he was in for a biggest surprise there was a notification from aws stating that they have the forecast for the month 
has far exceeded and uh, by that time already the, the billing amount has exceeded its threshold they, they were literally surprised and immediately he notified the other developers and they all logged in to see what's going on uh what they figured out is there was a simple configuration error in their s3 which triggered a lambda and it all went on in an infinite loop causing more and more resources to be consumed in turn which was spiking up the cost now for those who had been into programming and deployment and release management for a while uh, a configuration error or a coding mistake this are not unusual but what is unusual here is when that happens in a serverless model that error will become super costly it will start consuming your resources and they will scale on its own what's considered to be the benefit of a serverless model auto scaling feature will become its own disadvantage wherein the bill is going to keep increasing in this scenario there are two aspects which we need to observe number 1 if the same issue has happened in a server based model still it would have gone into a infinite loop but the server would have maxed out or possibly would have crashed it wouldn't have had a cost impact but in a serverless model it will result in a proportionate cost impact as well so errors are very costly number 2 if at all the admin didn't have the right con- uh, notifications configured in the sns or they have not monitored it then the error would have been much much more uh, costlier so two lessons the uh, lesson number 1 have your alerts properly configured lesson number 2 if you are making any changes in the serverless world be Uh, aggressive in monitoring at least for the next 24 to 36 hours because it is human to hear there is nothing unusual in it it is unfortunate but it it happens but you need to be aware and monitor for any anomaly and catch it up early in the game so that you don't incur a huge cost and that is what exactly happened here they were able to revert back to the code and all that it took to fix this the simple flag change once they made a flag change and deployed it yes it went on fine but by the time the damage has already done and they incurred two to three times the cost which normally they would have incurred over a period of one quarter they got it in a period of 12 to 13 hours so have your configurations alert configurations properly set and monitor it for any human errors that is lesson number 
So lesson number two comes from cardgames.io, this blog within uh, the first three days of its publishing got more than 100,000 visits because it had some content which are very different and uh, contrary to our general expectation. So let me explain. So this particular application was already written in AWS in the traditional server model where they had uh, application hosted in the EC2 and the API was written in C Sharp and again it was hosted in an EC2 with a classic load balancer to balance of the load and a CDN network uh, to provide the last minute acceleration. Everything was going well. Uh, they were having around 10 million API requests per day which was consistently distributed throughout the day. Uh, so when this serverless concept was evolving and everyone was started talking about it, smitten by this, the architecture, the architects actually wanted to redesign their application in you know, leveraging Lambda and API and to explore the improvement in performance as well as the reduction in cost. Those were the two uh, KPIs they had in mind, thinking that why not embrace this serverless model. And when they were doing that, it was pretty straightforward from migrating whatever they already had into a serverless concept. And fortunately, they didn't deploy it, but they were doing the analysis in the test environment, AWS test environment, they were in for a very big surprise. Uh, one test that there was a 15% drop in the performance in the serverless model compared to the server model. And number two, the overall architecture in the serverless model was costing them eight times more than their traditional model. This two results were very stunning given our understanding of a serverless is pretty different. So they were trying to explore and uh, see whether they are missing out some granular points and trying to re-engineer it. But more and more they did. They couldn't see any improvement in the performance. It was not even in par with the server-based model. And the cost was also equally up. It was not one or two times more. It was eight times more. In fact, I will leave the uh, link of this particular blog in the podcast description so that you can go through the details that they have provided, including they have given a snapshot of the bills and whatever components they were using. And further investigating and analysis of this architecture, they came to a conclusion that in scenarios where you have an unexpected load, and it is not very consistent or it might span during uh, certain times of the day uh, your peak hours in such scenarios serverless api combination works extremely fine but in cases where you have a very consistent workload distributed throughout the day in this particular uh, case they had a 10 million api hits which was pretty much uh, uh, distributed throughout the day in a very consistent way and obviously it is a heavy workload your server-based model was the right choice and they um, 
and the abstraction which is provided in the serverless model along with the api component that was actually causing the dip in the performance as well as the rise in the cost so that is where they came to a conclusion and they reverted back to the server based model so lesson number 2 uh know your application similar to know your customer kyc is know your application if it has an unusual or an unpredictable demand which requires your application to scale up and scale down your serverless will save you a lot of money but in case if it is equally and consistently uh, distributed and you are incurring a heavy, you are having a heavy workload uh better stick on to your server based model that's lesson number 2so far in this podcast we have covered a couple of the scenarios scenario 1 which involves uh, infinite loop which quickly escalated and uh, had a very huge cost impact a uh, simple configuration mistake or a coding issue which can potentially impact your cost to a larger extent scenario 2 wherein uh, when you have a un- where we have a predictable as well as a consistent workload you know how a server based model was much more efficient than a serverless concept So when I say server-based model, it doesn't mean it has to be on-prem. Uh, you can still be on the cloud. In fact, by leveraging the reserved instances, you can save good amount of cost. But the concept is not whether on-prem or cloud. It is all between serverless versus server-based model. So there are scenarios where server-based models are much better. In the segment 2 of this podcast we will see some of the more interesting examples one is called as a million dollar problem wherein how a simple data error the missing data quickly escalated into a 1 million bill spanning over a period of uh, four quarters uh, not only it impacted the cost it also impacted the performance so we will be covering it in depth in the subsequent segment of the same podcast again a data error is very simple similar to your configuration error data error or a missing data those are not uh, greater things in the it environment they are more trivial and it happens usually but the impact is highly amplified here and uh, we will also cover one another interesting example of how some of the incoming requests in a serverless model involving a, a simple queuing service on lambda went unserved and when i say a request was not served uh, in, in a business term it might be a huge order or it might be from your most loyal customer and that might have a ramification on the overall business results so these are two things wherein a uh, few minute granular aspects of serverless was not completely covered and uh, they were abstracted or under the hood and which when not attended to had a very huge impact probably this wouldn't have occurred in a server based model 
um, and why and how we could avoid this lapses in your application stay tuned we will cover it up in our subsequent segment and until then we have our queries you have to all want to share your experiences or anything about this topic feel free to reach to me at querishami@gmail.com i will leave that email in the description section of this podcast stay tuned thank you